Well, I've been looking forward to uh, visiting with my wee little buddy, Adam Keefe, for quite a while. Now the head coach of the Belfast Giants, Belfast Northern Ireland, and I can use that term we because that is uh, fairly common, I think, in the UK, specifically in in uh, Belfast and probably in Scotland, I would guess, as well. Adam, great to see you. Hey, Bob. Good to see you. Uh, it's, you know, obviously been following you there and following Robert, Grand Rapids on, on social media, so Good to talk to you, and you're right, everything over here is we. And you've got a lot of wee little buddies. Uh, we'll talk about some of them here in just a bit. Uh, literally wee little buddies, uh, uh, some uh, some kids that you uh, uh, look after, kids that are dealing with some health issues and stuff. Bottom line is you've become a very popular figure in Belfast, Northern Ireland. Adam, uh, six years as a player now, uh, hope to enter a fourth season as the head coach of the Belfast Giants. Uh, but like here, things are on hold due to COVID. Yeah, it's been a tough uh, seven or eight months or whatever it's been since since the season got shut down. It's been long, that's for sure. Um, and it's the winter's about to get a lot longer for us. But uh, I'm just doing my best to try and stay busy and uh, try and keep my head in the game and keep up to date with what's happening in North America and what's happening in Europe across uh, all the hockey leagues to just to make sure that I'm up to date and, and know what's going on. Well, talking to you earlier, just uh, you're on lockdown there now at a couple of weeks. Uh, uh, things, uh, the resurgence, uh, it's uh, not good. Uh, most people are, uh, like yourself, uh, locked in. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, I'm very fortunate here. I got some space here and, and I got a decent sized garden that I can get out and, and do some things. And, um, you know, but uh, nonetheless, uh, obviously just, you know, some crazy times going around right now and, uh, we're happy to see the end of it. It was funny. I talked to Brian Helmer a couple of weeks ago, and even he's not been to the Giants Center in Hershey a whole lot just because they don't really allow them in there. But, uh, you know, he, he kind of was uh, almost jealous of seeing me sitting here in, inside Van Andel Arena. Your first reaction, too, when, you, when I popped out of the screen here was, holy cow, you're inside a hockey rink. What's going on? Exactly. I mean, that's, that's, that is the first thing I saw. Uh, I had actually watched uh, – just briefly, one of your your uh, shows, a chat with uh, Don McLean. Yeah, and uh, I just seen I uh, seen that you were in the building. And I said, uh, a little bit jealous. I can't. Uh, I'd love to be just hanging out in the arena right now. Whether or not I was running stairs, and it would be fun. And let's talk about your days here. I mean, you a couple of different stints in Grand Rapids. In fact, your last hot playing days in North America were right here at the Van Andel Arena in 2010-11 because it was the following year you decided to, uh, to go to Belfast and explain that decision to us. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's, it's a long road when you're in the ECHL and the American League and going up and down. And every day you feel like it's your – it could be your last one in the American League. So you're always on edge and – always kind of stressed out on that. So, uh, you know, throughout that summer, I was uh, – just just to bring it back a little bit, though, I was in Toledo, obviously, and got called up and, and ended up sticking out with Grand Rapids for the rest of that season. And um, it, it felt good to be back. And um, certainly one of my, my best moments as a Griffin was that first game back on the call-up. And, you know, I felt like my career was kind of slowing down and, and, and going the wrong way. And um, I actually – I actually declined the call up, if I'm honest. I, I told Nick Tutsi that I didn't want to go up and just uh, fight three times and then be sent back down and, and miss my own team in Toledo's uh, weekend games there. So, um, but he told me, you know, as the captain, I want you to go up and, and, and 
provide a, a good um, a good example for the for the young players in Toledo. And my first game there, and I think it was my first shift, was a, a fight against Jimmy. Oh, Bono. Imagine that! <laughs> and, uh, I stepped on the ice, and Jimmy Bono gave me a nod, and he said, "I'll do it for you." And uh, just after, it was a great fight, and it felt good to be back. And but just to hear the crowd again, and and you know the to have the, the respect of the, of the players right away. And um, it, that was one of my, my best memories of, of a Griffin was that first shift and first game back as a Griffin. And I felt like uh, I was back where I belong. You know, it's funny. I was looking at uh, the hockeyfights.com, uh, you know, and just uh, the list of your scraps. Uh, Hans Benson, remember him in Peoria? You uh, seemed like you fought him a number of times. Uh, uh, Bono, I know you scrapped a number of times. Uh, you know, 305 fights Adam Keefe from the time your junior career in in Kitchener and uh, in Sudbury uh, through uh, the East Coast League the American League and uh, now the six years you played in Belfast 305 fights dude man oh man that's that's it's amazing when you think about that yeah it's I think I'm feeling the effects of some of them (laughs) we're getting a little older now but uh you know, it was obviously I wasn't the most talented player, so I had to do something to. Uh, you did some pretty good things, though, statistically. Don't yeah. sell yourself short. Uh, it was all fun. I would do it all over again tomorrow if I could to, to have that experience again. Um, just to answer your last question, though, I, I completely skipped over it. Um, I was supposed to sign back with Grand Rapids. I thought I was with, with Bobby Mack. And, yeah. Um, when he had departed there, and it didn't work out with Detroit. and. Uh, I got a message late in the summer from the coach of the Belfast Giants, and I thought, you know, it's time to go see the world and have some fun. And um, here I am, uh, nine years later, uh, married an Irish girl, and I'm a full-time Belfast guy. So uh, it's crazy where the sport will take you. Yeah, and, and, you know, like we say, six years, uh, six full seasons uh, playing there. I, I noticed the first couple of years you had a lot of penalty minutes. My guess is you were probably at that stage where most of the guys in the league were probably f- afraid of you. Uh, that and coupled with the fact that maybe you just had so many scraps from getting a little older, time to time to scale that back a little bit and eventually becoming the head coach there. It's, uh, it's a great story, Adam, and, and like you say, you've met a girl there now, so uh, life is good in, in, uh, in uh, Belfast for you. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, I wasn't sure what to expect when leaving North America. Obviously, you know, I, I was very fortunate to play in, in Manitoba, Grand Rapids, San Antonio, and Toledo, all great spots to play over there. Even my junior career in Kitchener, um, just professional organizations. And to leave North America and come over here, I, wasn't, I, had, no, I had no idea what I was coming into other than speaking to a few friends uh that I played here and they enjoyed it. That was good enough for me. And when I got here, I was pleasantly surprised with uh, how great the city was. The arena's awesome. You know, it's a, it's a state-of-the-art facility. And uh, and they treat us like pros here. So um, it was great. And, and the league has continued to grow year on year into a, a great league. So I'm um, very happy where I am and, and fortunate to be here. Well, in the coaching thing, at what point did you decide that that was – I mean, obviously your brother – Sheldon has uh, done extremely well now the head coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs and moving up the ranks very quickly. Uh, you know, same thing we might see with, with Adam. What do you think? I don't know. He's always one up me. So, he, you know, <laughs> he, he played in the NHL as a player. Now he's in the NHL as a coach. You know, it's, it's been tough to, to kind of chase him down, but I'm very happy for him. He was worked very hard from that. And, uh, cutting his career short at 25 through an injury and then, you know, 
earning his way back to the NHL. It's uh, extra special and, and a great example for me to, to try to follow in his footsteps. Um, you know, but for myself, I think, uh, you know, I, I kind of fell into the coaching role here, I think, as a result of me slowing down and they wanted me off the ice. Uh, <laughs> me behind the bench. But um, the last three years has been great. Um, certainly hasn't been easy and hasn't been uh, – uh, for lack of stress, but uh, it's been a lot of fun chasing trophies and trying to win and, and trying to to figure out, uh, you know, the, the ins and outs of this job. And um, I think that I'm going to continue to learn every year because uh, you know, I'll certainly never say that, that uh, I know it all, that's for sure. Uh, you know, probably a sensitive topic, uh, you know, just the whole idea of would you want to come back over here to coach or are you so comfortable over there and enjoying yourself so much that you want to stay in the 10-team uh, uh, EIHL, the uh, Elite uh, Ice Hockey League, which uh, is uh, in the UK. You're, in, of course, the only team in, in Northern Ireland and Ireland as a whole. Uh, you've got, what, three teams in Scotland and then uh, – Five, I believe, in England and one in Wales, correct? So 10 teams total. Uh, it's, you know, it looks like a lot of fun. And is, and in talking with you earlier, apparently it is. I know it's a, it's a great league. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and, you know, it, it makes recruiting easy for me. Uh, I don't have to lie to the players. You know, I, I know that when they come here, you know, that it's going to be one of the best years of their pro career. Um, and, I, it's not alive, so you know they'll all tell me the same once once they leave at the end of that season. How how fun, much fun it was here in Belfast, and, and just the league in general is is a lot of fun. And um, you know, there's one thing about chasing your dreams and playing, trying to get the NHL over there, and um, obviously few are, are are lucky to do so. But um, you know, to come over in Europe and experience the world a little bit and, and see all the castles and the history that has gone on over here, and, and realize. Um, I felt like as uh, as a Canadian growing up, I was a little bit ignorant to the rest of the world and didn't realize exactly how much history was over here and and, and what was going on over here and, and how well they live over here as well. So it was a pleasant surprise when I got over here and um, I've enjoyed it ever since. Have you been to uh, Harland and what's the uh, shipyard where the Titanic was built? Harland and Wolf. I lived there for yeah, I, I, I lived there for uh, three years. So basically all the players live in the Titanic quarter. And that's uh, basically right outside of the H&W uh, cranes. And uh, it's right beside the Titanic museum and which is right down from the Titanic docks, which is where the Titanic was built and set sail. So, um, it, you know, there's, there's obviously a lot of history here. And uh, like I said, it makes recruitment very easy for me. And, and it, I never disappoint from that standpoint, you know, they may not like me as a coach, but they'll, they'll like <laughs> Well, you know, Ireland is, uh, you know, separated, obviously, Northern Ireland. And then, uh, you know, you've got, uh, I think they, what they refer to as the Republic of Ireland, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, the Irish Sea separating you from the UK. Uh, uh, any chances of more teams? Uh, like Dublin, needless to say, would be a heck of a rivalry if you could ever get a team. But you were telling me earlier, not, uh, not a lot of hockey rinks in Ireland, huh? Yeah, that's that's the main problem. I mean, I think uh, as a, a ice hockey league over here, to have uh, Dublin join would be awesome, especially for us here in Belfast, and, and what a rivalry it would be, um, you know, just to head down south and play them. And um, obviously, the history over here would be a, it'd be a great 
entertainment for for both sides and and for the rest of the league as well to to, to visit Dublin. Everybody loves a good visit to Dublin, so uh, the Guinness is good there. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it just, unfortunately, they don't have a, an arena there, so I don't think it's possible until there's, a, there's an arena built. Um, you know, but there, there are talks of other teams in, in, the, UK, in the UK that uh, want to join the league, you know, like a London team and stuff like that. So we're hopeful to, to grow the league. Um, obviously, COVID will, will put a little dent in or, or at least a pause on, on some of those plans, but... Um, you know, the 10 team league has been doing just fine here the last uh, uh, four or five years, whatever it's been since it dropped to 10. Adam, you've carved out a heck of a uh, reputation there, as we pointed out in uh, your nine years in, in, uh, in Belfast. And, uh, you know, there, there are some pretty famous people from there, uh, namely Rory McElroy, uh, Liam Neeson, I believe, is from Belfast. Uh, um, I guess I ask you, uh, put you on the spot, where do you stand in popularity among? those two and some of the others that come uh, that hail from there. You're not from there, but in those nine years, I think you've made an impression. I'll just say that uh, there's not too many times our names are mentioned in the same sentence. So <laughs> that, but, uh, yeah, but if those guys had any pumpkins carved out with their initials in them, I mean, I just saw a pumpkin at Halloween with AK and the Belfast Giants colors uh, yeah, decked uh, out on a porch the other day. Yeah, it was a great pumpkin. That was uh, from Nicole Hollywood here, a great fan here of the team and, and uh, a friend of mine. So, um, you know, it was a nice, nice, uh, nice surprise during lockdown to, to get a, a ring of the doorbell and a, a nice pumpkin like that to the front of the house uh, to match all the other pumpkins. So, uh, very fortunate. And, yeah, we have, um, we have a great fan base here. And, uh, like I said, you know, it was a real pleasant surprise coming from North America to – to Northern Ireland, to not knowing what to expect, to then see how much of a following the Belfast Giants have over here, um, and and the other teams in the league as well. I mean, so it's a great uh, spectator league, and it's well supported, and and they're really passionate as well. Um, you know, and then obviously here in in Belfast, you know, we really take pride in, in giving back to the community and, and being part of that community, and obviously with the troubles. Uh, in, in the past year, uh, you know, part of the, the ethos here in, in Belfast is in the land of the Giants, everybody is equal. And we, we try to bring both sides of the community here together and so they can come to the ice arena and support uh, a sporting team, um, you know, with, with no sectarianism and, and uh, just enjoy the sport. Yeah, and, and, and boy, I, I see all the time. I mentioned at the outset the uh, uh, your connection to that community and, and specifically with a lot of kids. And the, the one that comes to mind right away, Blake Wheels. I'm not even sure what his actual name is, but we've kind of adopted him here. Uh, hey, for fans that are watching this, if you want to look him up on Twitter and uh, lend some support, send him a hockey shirt or a hat or something, I guarantee he'd love it. He spent so much of his life in a hospital and uh, it just seems like an amazing family and a terrific young man. I know you've taken him under your wing, Adam. It's pretty cool. Yeah, they really are a terrific family. You know what? I, I met Blake and his mother. The, their last name is Makahi. Um, I'm not sure if you could pronounce that, but uh, I, I've learned <laughs> to, to pronounce some names over here. You know, some of the some of the the third or the four names are, are pretty uh, difficult. But um, Blake and his mother came up to myself and a few other players at a, a restaurant and just asked for a picture, um, obviously to see what Blake was going through and. Um, you know, we just reach out to him and, and want him to be a part of uh, our season the following year because it was at the end of the year. And, um, so I didn't forget. I didn't forget about him the following year and we brought him in and 
introduced him to the team and he just, you know, his personality was great for, yeah, he's a real inspiration for what he's going through and, and how he approaches life and um, really puts things into perspective for the rest of us. And, you know, he's just ever since then, he's, he's really been a part of the team. He's, he stands or he sits behind uh, the glass where right behind me when I'm coaching. So, you know, I, I pretty much see him on a, a weekly basis. Uh, you know, and it's always uh, good you know, when, when times are tough on, on the bench or in a season, it's always nice to see Blakey or Nicole right there behind the bench and, and all the rest of the kids that support us as well. Uh, you know, I, you, you mentioned the, the understanding of the language uh, and pronouncing names. Uh, uh, you know, the fact that you're in Scotland a lot, obviously three teams in the league, uh, you're there a lot during the season. Uh, which language is more difficult to comprehend and understand? Uh, or accent, I guess I should say, the Scottish or the Irish? Yeah, well, I actually played with three Scots here in Belfast, so I'd have to say the Scots, um, they're definitely tough. Uh, uh, certain areas of Scotland, for sure, would be tougher to, to understand. But um, if I had to say anywhere in Belfast here, we have a local kid here, Andrew Dixon. He's from Balmoney, uh, which is the same place as, as Liam Neeson. And uh, it took me a few years just to understand what he was saying. Let's just put that way. <laughs> Well, I hope hope to get over there at some point. If I don't get over there to visit, uh, hopefully we get you back here uh, in the coaching ranks uh, here in North America. It seems like you're moving up the ladder quick, Adam, and you're a good man, uh, obviously. Uh, good bloodlines, uh, you and your brother, uh, very good hockey minds, and it seems like, uh, like I say, you're carving a niche for yourself there in Belfast. I'd love, I would love to get over there, though, though to, to check out that culture and maybe knock back a Guinness or two with you. Yeah, I mean, if, if anyone uh, is fortunate enough to, to visit visit Belfast and, and, you know, if it's lucky enough to be in hockey season and check out a Giants game, uh, I can certainly say you won't be disappointed, especially, uh, you know, the great hockey fans of Grand Rapids. And, uh, just wanted to say that, uh, you know, I enjoyed every minute of my time in Grand Rapids and, and playing at the Van Andel. And, uh, I was very fortunate and, and honored to do so. And, Obviously, to know uh, a guy like you, Bob, obviously you've been there and been a big part of that organization. And, um, and big man, Dog, I still speak to Dog every time. Uh, every time I need a reference about a player that played in Grand Rapids, it's funny yeah. that uh, now I'm in recruiting. I'm always coming across players that are playing in Grand Rapids or Toledo or Manitoba. And um, one of the first guys I reach out to when they play in Grand Rapids is, is, is Dog. And, if dog says you're a bad guy, you ain't coming to Belfast. So uh, <laughs> anything that dog says, I trust. Yeah, he's he's a good reference for sure. And uh, again, we wish you all the best, Adam. Uh, you know, the uh, we'll, we'll leave uh, with a with a, a photo I'm going to put up of you and uh, you, one guy you didn't scrap, but it was pretty close. You tried to, Dustin Bufflin. A great photo of you and uh, Bufflin. I think you're chirping at him uh, in the photo. He, he wanted no part of you though. <laughs> Let's just we'll leave say it at that. I think I'm very lucky. I think I'm very lucky he didn't oblige that. <laughs> Adam, thanks a ton. Great to see you. All the best. Uh, hopefully, we'll get a, get a hockey season over there and here. Absolutely. Say hello to anybody that uh, I would would have been with, in touch with yeah. over there. Absolutely. Adam, thanks a bunch. Take care.